selfies are on every social media platform. From Instagram to Snapchat, we are not getting away from them. In recent years, we've seen a rise of photo filter use to amplify our appearance. Unfortunately, this has also come with reports of bad body image issues in young people, with many citing they want plastic surgery to look more like the filters. So how dangerous are they? I caught up with my friend Katia about how she was affected by photo filters, asking her first of all if she even used them. On photos of my face, yes, I've never been that technologically advanced that I could like filter my body. Um, <laughs> but definitely like colour filters and stuff, just a slightly more flattening, uh, flattering light. Mostly what it was though would be like like a really awkward pose, you know, like trying to like emulate what I was seeing in pictures like, oh, I know that person in real life and they're not that skinny. Maybe that pose will help. I, I was in love with Snapchat filters. That's another thing that I just don't, don't use anymore, which was kind of a, a weird turnaround going from basically just kind of for the, the fun of it using like a Snapchat filter originally and then sort of be like getting really used to seeing myself looking just a bit better, a little bit amplifying I guess, that didn't seem insidious at the time until I realised that then when I didn't have a Snapchat filter on and I was looking at a picture of my face I was like oh you know I, I'd never had an issue with my face before I mean obviously like some bits like oh you know you know wishing you could change like small things but then I felt really uncomfortable when I came to the realisation that when I just opened my front facing camera and was like taking a photo at a nice angle that I just didn't feel like I looked nice. Katia is now on the other side of this and feels a lot better about her body image. She talked about this more when I asked if she experienced body image pressure on social media. I don't think I would have said that at the time when I was consuming more social media, but I would say now that I'm not on it as much. I don't feel as much, like, I guess it would be body envy, the, the photos that you see on Instagram and stuff, it's not actually attainable. And to an extent, I think you, like most people know that, but you still feel a pressure to be as close to that as possible. If I look at my Instagram page in the past previous years, it's kind of gone from like posting more photos of myself, you know, of like my, my body or whatever, and trying like, you know, twist yourself in a positive light and look nice and, you know, do, do your makeup or whatever. But the less I've felt the pressure to do that, the less I've been posting about it. These days I feel so much better about my body compared to when I was consuming more social media, but I post it less. Like I'm happier with myself, but I don't feel the need to, to show it off to get those, like to get that validation. It definitely gave me bad body image or it gave me, in a sense, like low self-esteem that I didn't feel as good about my body because I was constantly bombarded with this is what you should look like, you know, these these are the standards of beauty. And I can't even get the makeup, you know, like I can't even, like I'm, I'm just not good with that type of thing, you know. So there was no way I could even look like them on that basis and yet I still felt like I, I had to try. So is a social media break all we need to curb the feeling of not being good enough? Mental health campaigner Hope Virgo believes that social media companies should be doing more to protect young people. When we see young people and adults and celebrities using photo filters on things like social media, and whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on TikTok, it paints this kind of idealistic view in our heads of what people should be looking like. And from the work that I'm currently doing in schools, I'm seeing more and more young people kind of creating those comparisons with people that they are seeing online, which creates a really, really dangerous and difficult narrative in someone's head. And it also makes individuals, particularly those who maybe have a predisposition to developing an eating disorder, just not really feel quite good enough. When did you first become aware of these filters being harmful to young people's mental health? 
I think it's been something that I've that I've always been aware of, um, particularly over the last couple of years when we've seen more people using social media and the kind of whole era of the Instagram influencer as well has really kind of put more pressure on that. But it's something that's definitely got worse over the last year with the pandemic, partly because people are at home a lot more. So people are spending much more time kind of scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on social media. But also, again, just that kind of like additional pressure when people are sitting with their feelings and their emotions, they might be feeling quite uncertain, having a bit of a bad day. And then they go straight onto social media and they start to go in that kind of vicious comparative cycle. So what can social media companies do about the harmful nature of some of the photo filters? I, th I think we need to come up with a bit of a plan of action to tackle it, if I'm honest. I know that places like Instagram and social media will say they're doing a lot, but at the moment I don't feel like it's enough. I think we need to not only have some kind of like warning when people do add a filter onto their photos, but also on social media actually kind of those firms taking account for actually the damage that they're doing. And they need to start being held account by the government. So I think they need to be looking at what legislation we can bring in to really challenge this, to make sure that the right photos are being shared, that people have an understanding of actually these are the differences. As we know, social media companies take years to implement any positive change. So where do we go in the meantime? I spoke to Jodie Timms, a counsellor based in Manchester, about where we can go for help with body image issues. First of all, I would say speak out. If they are confident enough to talk to a parent, a friend, a family member, if they're not confident to speak up about it, I suppose they could maybe write something down that, you know, they are struggling. Depending on the severity of it, you know, whether this self-esteem, low confidence issue is leading to anxiety and depression, which it can do, they can talk to a GP. If they want to get more information there is so much information online if we start with the basics of like the nhs website you know if you just type in self-esteem or body image nhs got a whole load of information on there mind as well is a brilliant charity they have an index which covers like every possible issue that you could possibly think of and it's in depth there's also um, a Young Minds website out there which they can access information. So first of all, I'd encourage them if they recognise that there's a problem to speak out, gather the information. I am aware it's very, very difficult for them to talk to a parent or a family member or a teacher or a tutor. That's when I would maybe look at some professional help because my clients that come to me are in a space that is non-judgmental I'm not there to criticize it's a completely different setting to what you're used to interacting with friends and family because you'll always have those friends and family members that will say but you look fine what's going on you know there's nothing wrong with you but what that's actually doing is it's not validating their feelings and that's what a lot of young people need. Even as adults, we need validation. We feel terrible. We don't like this about ourselves. A possible response could be, how can I help you? You know, just listen. It's obvious that there's no easy way to fix this issue. And it could be years before any social media company makes the positive change we need to protect young people. If you are struggling with any of these issues, please reach out to someone and get help. You are not alone in this.